Welcome to the Dr. Wayne Dyer Radio Podcast. Discover the wisdom and remarkable insights of Dr. Dyer, world-renowned spiritual teacher and foremost authority on how the power of your mind creates your world. Deborah, welcome to the show. I'm very Hi, Deborah. Uh, where are you calling from? Uh, it's Lamita, the little city in the Los Angeles area. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, I guess, gosh, I feel scattered now. <laughs> I guess my, <laughs> uh, question or my thought was that I have, um, always studied, uh, spirituality and, um, uh, I've always had a propensity towards, I was a personal trainer, I had a weight loss company, always helping people, and mm-hmm. now, um, but in between time, I was also a realtor, <laughs> and you know how the real estate uh, market is these days, so it's more difficult, which has given me more of a desire to want to be back to put it all together and be a wellness coach or going in the coaching direction. It seems like those things are coming up for me mm-hmm. and uh, the opportunities and just thoughts and those things. And um, so I guess, I don't know what my question was about that other than, you know, is it because I hate the real estate because it's not helping me or is it, <laughs> you know, uh, does that just sound nicer? Yeah. I think the answer always uh, is, uh, what's your first name? Is it Deb? Deborah. Deborah, I thought so. Yeah, Deborah. Um, I think the most important aspect of, of, of our lives is to understand what it is that, um, that excites us. What is our passion? What is it that makes us feel good? And it doesn't have to be something that you're jumping up and down and saying, oh, I finally found it and, and so on. It's, um, you just go on the basis of how you feel. I think that's a good way to d- determine, you know, w- for example, when you're eating something um, and uh, you notice how you feel after you eat it. Uh, and very often your body will give you very, very strong cues that this isn't, I- I've just done this recently with uh, with peanut butter. You know, I was eating peanut butter uh, every morning. It was just one of these things and there's peanut butter and jam on toast and all of that. Mm-hmm. But I noticed every time after I ate peanut butter, I had just sort of a, sort of a, just a, uh, a tired feeling and a yucky kind of feeling in my stomach and so on. And I decided I was associating that with, you know, just based it on, on how I feel. Um, and so I just stopped that and it's made a huge difference. I mean, that's just a simple example, but it's like, if you're talking about the kind of work that you're doing and what it is that you would like to do, just all you have to do is get an image in your, in your head of what it is that you would really, um, you know, you, you picture yourself doing. And if it's going into work and it's doing real estate or if it's something that you've been doing for a long time, and then you get, then, then put that other picture in your head of you running a wellness clinic or becoming a life coach or, you know, reaching out and serving people individually on an individual basis. And, and you just see, how do I feel doing this? Like, and you can do it all in your imagination, you know, just picture yeah. yourself there. Oh, and I then have. just And, and I, then, I and dream if, about it. <laughs> So, so then, then you really have your answer. And the reason I say this is because I call this following your excitement. Your excitement is the thing that makes you feel good. Um, feeling good is the same thing as feeling God. You know, God and good are basically the same. So that when you feel good, that's, you know, that's well-being. That's how you're supposed to feel. So be- when something really makes you feel good, you've really aligned yourself basically with who you are with what you came into this world to do, to be, and so on. 
And the interesting thing about it is, is that two things happen when you, when you follow your excitement. One is that um, it becomes almost effortless um, to, to, uh, to follow through on it. To, to, uh, I had an example of that this last weekend in the, uh, you know, here on Maui. I had about 600 people come from all over the world. And I was doing a, uh, um, a seminar on divine love, on something I had never really talked for a long period of time about, let alone for 12 hours, all day Saturday and all day Sunday and so on. But I noticed that uh, when I was doing it and how, I, you know, whatever it was that was taking place, it just made me feel good um, to, to be challenging myself that way or to be knowing so that it becomes almost, it was almost like effortless. Once I got up there and I started and all the anxiety and all the stress and all the, the, the stuff I put my body through, I noticed my body starting to break down, um, because I was just, uh, putting this kind of stress on myself. But when I really just followed through on what it is that made me feel good, it was just effortless. It just, it just flowed. And the second thing that happens is, is when you follow your excitement and do what makes you feel good and align with that, as long as it doesn't interfere with anybody else's right to do the same. The second thing that happens is that you, you get support. Uh, the universe starts to support you. And the reason the universe supports you when you're like this is because you're aligned with God. You're aligned with what makes you feel good, with your original uh, intention of who you are, what you came here to be. And when you are aligned with God, the, uh, the, you know, the, the whole truth is that with God, all things are possible so that the right people will be sent to you. The right events will show up, the circumstances, what you need, what I needed for the workshop, uh, all of it. It just, it just flowed unbelievably. In fact, after two days, I wished I'd have had another day or two um, because there was so much that I didn't even get to. And it was all done just effortlessly and, um, and with support. That's the that's the that's the key. That's how you, I think that's the way to guide yourself. What do you think? I I believe that. I guess I get panicked in you know, I feel all those things that you're describing. I feel that I feel that on a daily basis just meeting people. My mm -hmm. heart I have to like actually tell myself to speak of just fluffy things because mm -hmm. I immediately I'm just drawn to a person, and they start talking, and I, you know, um, and not that I'm telling them how to live at all. It just comes through me that we have these things, and they say, oh, my God, thank you, you know, mm -hmm. encouragement and uh, mm -hmm. love, acceptance, those things I naturally offer to people. Um, but then I think I panic about money <laughs> because... Uh -huh. I've been uh, brought to uh, my mother's house by circumstance, but as it were, I got here, and then she got cancer, and she's now just recovering, so I've been here to care for her. So, mm -hmm. you know, it did sort of work out, you know, the way that it's supposed to be, mm -hmm. helping me, helping her, so I don't have to completely worry about money in that way. Mm -hmm. I have a roof over my head. So I want to trust that that's exactly what it is, is that here's my opportunity besides lovingly helping my mother recover. Um, uh, I don't know what the missing thing is of trusting, why I can't just move forward and say, hooray, look at how the world's doing this. This is great. Uh -huh. Thank you, God. I don't know. Well, I would be doing that, especially when it comes to your mom. I really would. I mean, I can't imagine a higher calling um, than and, and a more angelic calling, and that you're being supported uh, in your heaven. And you, you know, you want to do wellness. You want to reach out to other people. 
And now you've got the woman who brought you into the world, you know, and was there for you when you were a child, you know, and fed you and, and all of that, regardless of what your relationship is. And now you have an opportunity to, to do that in, re, in return for her. Um, it's, it seems to me that that's almost like practice for, for where you want to go and, and, and how you want your life to be, you know? Yes. I've been so, compelled to, uh, write, to keep writing in a tablet of like lessons I've learned, you know, things mm -hmm. that have happened. Cause there are things, different things that come about for having someone very ill in your home, mm -hmm. you know, how much to push yourself, how much to push them, how much to, you know, all of those things. It is, but right. it's funny you say that because I, I, because I have my own children, I've looked at it, I feel like it's when I had a newborn. Mm. Her needs change always, um, you know, at, at one point, it's getting a little better now. You know, I'm, I'm feeding her, I'm bathing her, I'm, you know, changing her dressings of her mm -hmm. things. So, you know, it is like, when I had a newborn, that's what I feel like. Yeah, but I mean, while you're doing that, what 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 is um, what what's going on in your mind? I mean, are you telling yourself, "I wish I didn't have to do this now"? This is not, or are you saying, "Oh my God, I am so blessed to be able to to serve"? Because I mean, our original nature is one of, you know, kindness, gentleness, love, and service, and and it's yeah. like, uh, you know, to if we think like God thinks, because when we think like God thinks, we get the same power as God which is the power to create anything in our life when we're really thinking that way and acting that way. And the way God thinks is like, how may I serve you? How may I serve you? It doesn't say what's in it for me. What, you know, what do I have to do? How much money do I need? It doesn't say that. It just says, how may I serve? And if you get into that state, I, I feel that, uh, you know, you, you, all of this that we've been talking about, your excitement uh, mm -hmm. allows you to feel supported. It allows you to do, you know, things to work out effortlessly for you. And, um, you know, it would be, I'd be in a state of, of, of just blessing every day. Has your mother read uh, Anita's book, uh, Dying to Be Me? Well, uh, actually, she has it, and she lent it to my sister, so she never read it. But that would mm -hmm. be a thing for her would, to read. So. You know, I would read that out loud to, to, together. Oh. If you, want to do something, if you want to do something that will really um, bring, just read the whole, you know, read it to. She probably, it probably reading is maybe a little tough for her right now. But just read her a chapter, a chapter uh, at a time. Uh, have had other people tell me how how incredibly powerful that is. I would also have you. Have you read Wishes Fulfilled? Do you have that in your home? Yes, we do. The book. We I bought would read it that as well. Yeah, and I keep pulling it out, and she didn't want to go there. But I'm mm. thinking. I think you're right. You know, there's a part of me that because she was sick prior to this, mm -hmm. you know, it's been a long journey. The people have mm -hmm. said to me, oh, God, you're going to get trapped in the house. You're going to get trapped there, and you'll never get out. And so I've had a little more of a panicked feeling, you know, unlike why I'm calling today. So maybe mm -hmm. you're right. not in the moment of pure love, so then nothing is going to create from that. From like, Absolutely. Out of, out of this. Out of, this is when yeah. the miracles happen. When I, if you watch the shift, I... Um, you know, I was, I was, I reached out down and carried a young man with muscular dystrophy on my back without thinking when I had a knee that needed to be replaced. It was uh, so, so badly injured. And, yeah, um, yeah. it was in that moment. It wasn't because I'm Wayne Dyer and I'm, you know, and all of this, uh, so I was in Assisi. It was because I had forgotten about myself and I had reached out and I had acted the same way our source would act, the same way God would act. It's like, how may I serve? 
And, um, and in the process of doing that, I had this amazing healing take place. And so many other powerful things came about as a result of that. In fact, I've just written a book called uh, I Can See Clearly Now, and uh, that is one of the mo most significant moments of my entire life. I can, and I can see how it helped me to make a U-turn. And I, I would suggest that your mother's presence right there in your life right now is, uh, is something I would just be in such a state of gratitude. I, I was with Ramdas this weekend um, at, at the seminar I did in Maui and uh, this past weekend. And, um, and he, he talks about the most significant time of his life was when he took care of his, uh, his father, um, mm -hmm. who really pretty much rejected him most of his life because of the, you know, the, the path that he had taken. And he took care of his stepmother, and, and both of them would pick them up, uh, put them, put them on the toilet, take them off, wipe them, you know, right. put them in the shower, uh, and he he just thought it was, uh, it was really one of the most glorious moments in his life, uh, that period of time. Mm. Yeah, and I it's interesting because I did take care of my dad. My dad died of cancer, and I did. I always say that there was like a divine intervention because I'd come here and give my mom respite and let her sleep and I stayed up for 48 hours and and I didn't it was I it was effortless and I mm. and he called out for me he he needed me um my presence and yet I did it selflessly you know I didn't mm -hmm. do it for anything except for just I I don't I was just working I was doing God's work I really knew that it really was a beautiful thing mm -hmm. And then I guess this time around, maybe, I don't know, there's a part of that whole, you know, have boundaries and, and codependency and all those things that are sort of interrupting my my thoughts that are like, oh, you know, don't help her. I, the nurses at the hospital said I was an enabler, you know. Mm. I'm like, oh, I'm just trying to love her and help her. So then I've got to yeah. head. I wouldn't restrict myself. I wouldn't, re and I wouldn't listen to anyone who tells me um, that I'm an enabler and so on. Uh, you're just extending love, and that—that's the most healing thing that you can do. You know, I heard a wonderful line from A Course in Miracles. I had uh, my friend Terry Gordon, who's written a book uh, for uh, called No Storm Lasts Forever, and he sent me a quote from A Course in Miracles that said, uh, "Every loving thought is true. Everything else." Everything else is a plea for healing. Isn't that beautiful? Mm -hmm. So every every thought that you have of love is uh, is a true thought. It's it's you you focus on truth because that's what we are. That's what the universe is. That's what we that's what we showed up for. To find out more about Dr. Wayne Dyer or any other Hay House author, please visit hayhouse.com. Thank you for listening.